0: Again. It's hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Teachers Like Us. I know you're you're not getting our normal introduction, and that's because my lovely co-host Alyssa is not here with me um, today. <laughs> I'm crying because it's sad. <laughs> um, but I know she's out there listening. So hi Alyssa. But uh she's not here today. Um, I know uh if you are a returning listener, then you would know that, you know, we myself and Alyssa, we spent a lot of time in this season, so throughout season three of our podcast, just talking about how difficult um this new teaching experience has been for us. So teaching online. The not having the interaction with the kids not having the interaction with just humans in general where you're seeing other people face to face and actually you know seeing their faces and not seeing a not seeing a cloth over their face the entire time um so with that um comes its own challenges and at some point in time um people have to start noticing that you know they're they're their health is slipping, their mental health is slipping, they're out of routines or the routine that they're used to, that used to get them into that um, positive vibe is not there anymore. And that is something that myself and Alyssa have taken notice of. So we we took a bit of a hiatus and said, hey, you know what, let's take a step back. Let's try and regather ourselves and get get ourselves together, get our minds right, get our health right, get our mental health right. and try and hopefully finish out this the rest of the school year on a strong note i'm just here to give an update to that um and again as myself and Alyssa, as we're going through you know life because life has its own ups and downs and challenges and we all have both myself and Alyssa both have kids and and kids that are going leaving the house and either going off to school but well my kids are going off to daycare but um as they come in with those challenges of going into school and dealing with covid at the actual school building comes with its own challenges so we're still you know just navigating that stuff um i know there's a lot of you that are at home that are like yep i'm in the same boat as you <laughs> and i'm i'm done with my job and that and in our last episode you kind of heard um Alyssa and myself kind of say that like with this kind of new normal that we're in like mm I don't know if this is the move anymore. And if we decide like, hey, maybe we're not going to be in the classroom teaching anymore, then, okay, what what is next? What should we be what should we be looking at? And that's a really like it's a difficult concept to grasp when you're like, okay, um, the thing that I thought that I love so much because parameters around it have changed. I don't know if I love it so much anymore, and you really start to see what you actually enjoy in teaching. I something that I've said all the time since I even started teaching is, um, especially for new teachers out there, when you have you like you know your interview or when people ask you like, "Hey, why are you teach? Why are you a teacher? Why are you in teaching? Why are you in teachers' college?" Your answer shouldn't be, oh, "I just love kids so much." That no, that's not a that's not a um a true response. And the reason why that's not a true response is because there's going to be days, obviously there's going to be days you don't like them. Somebody's going to say something that um, gets on your last nerve and you're not going to love them anymore. Or for instance, um, in this situation that we're in now, a global panoramic is going to come up and you're going to say, "Um, well, uh, but these kids, (laughs) I don't want to be around these kids. They don't want to be around me type thing. And um, that's, something that's difficult to navigate. Yes, but it's it's going to come up in your teaching experience where there's going to be days where you're not you're not about that life. <laughs> you're not about um taking certain things or handling certain things. And I know for me, I just had to talk with my class today, like fresh fresh today, <laughs> um about like their work. I I had them do uh, an assignment or a quiz I had them do yesterday. And there's 33 kids in my class and I come back and um, only like seven people did this quiz. So I was like, "Uh, why are half of you okay with just, you know, holding this zero? (laughs) Because I'm not going to let you do the quiz now. Why are you okay getting a zero? How are you going to explain that to your parents? How are you going to explain that to your grade eight teacher next year when they're like, hey, what did you learn? You can't go, oh, Mr. Mattressing didn't teach me that because that's a lie. (laughs) So you actually have to think to yourself, okay, I need to be taking responsibility for my actions overall. But some of these kids just don't care, right? And being a teacher who, um, myself and Alyssa included, being teachers that care so much, like we actually, like we don't care about like, you know, learning science. We care about like how you are a learner, period. So what things are you going to do to make sure that you are learning and growing as an individual um, at all times and learning from those experiences. Like, yeah, you know, the, the heat and the environment quiz and I'm using that because that's what they had uh, yesterday, the heating environment quiz. Some of those questions, you're once you did the quiz, they're out of your brain, boom, they're gone. And I have to be okay with that as a teacher, but now we're in a situation where I don't actually get to foster your learning, how you learn in general. And that is um, very difficult because that's what I'm passionate about. Like, I'm not so much passionate about saying like, yes, I love kids and I want them to learn science. I'm more passionate about seeing their growth, seeing them learn from their experiences um, and then using what they've learned in their time in middle school, which is when I see them and how they're going to apply those lessons when they get to high school. That's what I think is really cool. Um, But in this situation, I don't get to see any of that. And that can be, um, very hard some days, but yeah, that is a little just, um, segment just to let you know, like, yeah, we're still here. Yes. I'm still teaching. Um, yes. There's still days where I'm like, ah, I don't like these kids. And there's, there's days where like, ah, these kids are amazing. They make me laugh. I love it. Um, or they get it, they, guess they actually got it, but it's, it's hard out here. It's especially hard because, um, I don't know how school is going in the States. Like I've heard in some, uh, regions that like, you know, schools are opening up. Like I've heard in, uh, I believe, uh, some parts of, uh, California, sorry for stuttering so much. <laughs> um, I know you're not used to hearing me just talk the whole time and I'm not used to just talking the whole time. So bear with me. I might stutter a little bit. Um, But I've heard in schools in California that some schools are like opening, opening, like as soon as April gets here, they're actually going to open up. No more online school kids are going back in, which is cool if they feel that they have their COVID situation um, under wraps, which who knows, because the only information that I really hear from is the news. I don't have that much friends and family in the States that are dealing with this, so Hopefully they got it. Take it. <laughs> Hopefully they have it under control. Um, I know here in Ontario, which is crazy news for me, um, is we are actually thinking of, or the I should say the premier, not we because I'm not included. <laughs> I'm not included in that, but the premier is actually thinking of making being online like permanent like full time even if even if we're 4 years post pandemic 4 years post covid that kids can or parents can still opt for their their kids to go to school online and only be online which i think is crazy i don't know if i can say it's like ridiculous or say that it's wrong just yet i just think it's crazy that um we're going to be in a world where, where it's almost like all of those movies that you watched in the future <laughs> from the future where um the the teacher is the one that's on the on the screen and the kids are there and they're learning from the teacher on the screen or the kids are at home and they don't go to school no more or anymore. Wow. <laughs> they don't go to school anymore. Um, They're on a screen. They're they're learning from a screen. They're learning from someone talking to them which I like, you think it's a weird concept, but it's not that off. Like, it's not like it's not happening today. I know a lot of friends that, or I have a couple of teaching friends that actually teach, like, even though they're here in Ontario, they teach in Korea or they teach in um, some parts of China because um, that's that's their teaching lifestyle. They just teach online. So the kids that they teach see them through a screen. The lessons that they get are all on the computer and they know what to do and they've been fine with that and it's something that's been going on for years. I know even when I I got into the teaching profession, that was an option that was open to me was that, hey, um, you can teach online and teach in some parts of China or teach in um, some parts of Korea or something like that and still be at home or you could go and live there, which could be a cool experience as well. But it's just really... Interesting that you know, um, with all of these policy changes, all of the restrictions that <laughs> that we have to be navigated, that they're actually well, at least here in Ontario, they're just like, yeah, you know what? Maybe we should make this online thing a permanent thing. Um, for me personally, um, <laughs> my opinion is, uh, no, no, don't do it, no. And the reason why I have that um opinion is one first and foremost online school not for every child you're not going to have success there it's going to change how teaching happens if you just have some kids that are online you have some kids that are in class some kids that flip back and forth some days are in class some kids they're online that might work you know for a university student might even work at the high school level for high school students but for kids that are, you know, 11, 12, 8, 7, 6, that's crazy to think that you're going to have a five-year-old who's, or a six-year-old that's supposed to be in grade one, they're just going to sit in front of a computer screen all day and learn from their teacher. That is wild and crazy to me. Um, I... I'm going to stop there with my <laughs> with my take on this so I don't go too far. I know even though my voice is beautiful and amazing, you don't want to sit here and just listen to me the whole time because you're used to Alyssa and I going back and forth and talking. And because of that, I have a um little surprise for you that I've put in. It's something that we've only done a couple of times before, but I'm, I I was able to get this done. I have a little inside scoopful, so let's get to it. All right, so um with... Our global panoramic that we have going on in society and people being off work and um, teachers and students having to deal with going into school, even though we have like COVID going on and wearing masks and all of that stuff. I thought it would be really important um, to use uh, this platform so to use our Teachers Like Us podcast to try and inform not only some teachers, but um, some parents and even students that probably listen. Um, to the podcast, inform them about what's actually going on in the school. Because as you know, and as I've mentioned before, um, I'm teaching online. So I don't really have an idea of like how COVID is actually going and how uh, people are coping with it inside the school building. So I decided to um, call in a friend of mine and I'm going to call her patient zero (laughs) <laughs> and um but is it is my good friend Janice she's also uh in education also teaches in the Peel district school board and um I called her in and the reason why I'm calling her patient zero because she is somebody who was in school and actually contracted the virus so I want I just I'm gonna have her come in just to speak to you um speak to everyone today and just talk about like what that experience is like so let me welcome her hi Janice
1: Hi, how's it going?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I feel very honored <laughs> on your podcast right now.
0: <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah. So as I was saying before, I, I just wanted to bring you in just because again, I'm not in the school building. So yeah. I just want to know, like, can you give the the people that are listening, can you give them some sort of idea of how things are going on in your building? So I guess first start off with how are the students doing like how are they dealing with wearing masks and all of that stuff
1: okay yeah for sure um the students are actually been doing pretty well um they the only problem is which i kind of foresaw was that when it comes to wearing their mask and being diligent to like social distance obviously they're having some trouble
0: not happening okay (laughs)
1: it's not happening that great i'm in a school that is grade six seven eight Mm -hmm. so i'm in a middle school um so you know constant reminders to put on your mask, make sure it's not only a chin strap or only on your mouth, make sure it's over your nose mm-hmm. and just always reminding them to keep your distance. <laughs> that is a constant thing.
0: Okay. So um how are your how are the staff doing? So the teachers and stuff that are in the building.
1: The staff I would say are doing pretty well. Um obviously it's a stressful situation cuz I tip my hat off to the teachers right now because every day they're getting a different teaching assignment every day they're getting a different subject that they have to teach just because based on numbers and based on how many students are in the building Mm -hmm. so so many things are coming at them left right and center um so I definitely feel for them but I do see that they're adjusting very well okay Uh, they're trying their best to um keep the children safe as possible so like I said we're always having to remind them keep safe sanitize wear your mask Um, But I wouldn't say that in in my school there's any sense of, like, fear when it comes to COVID. I feel like we've all, the staff at least, they've adjusted. Okay. um, But we just try our best to keep safe as possible. But I would say everyone has adjusted so
0: far. Have you seen, like, any, like, frustrations from either uh, teachers or kids that are just like, hey, I don't care. I'm not wearing my mask. I'm doing this today. (laughs) I don't
1: for sure. You always have, you know, you always have people at different ends of the spectrum. So you have some people who are super safe. They're constantly sanitizing mm-hmm. um, anytime they eat or change a room. But then you have some teacher who are like, I'm over this. Like, <laughs> I want things back to normal. I don't want to wear this mask anymore. So like, they'll have their days where like, I'm taking this this off, but not like in front of the students, mm-hmm. more so like if the staff are just conversating with each other after school like i'm taking this off i want to breathe okay so yeah you definitely have that two ends of the spectrum where some people are very cautious and some people are like i'm over it i'm not trying to be as safe as possible anymore
0: (laughs) and um again going back to how you're saying like how you're reminding kids like hey you have to be socially distanced and things like that are do you think like are they interacting with each other being close to each other just like as Kids are just close with each other, or do you think like there's, there's some, um, like you were saying? Do you still think like there's some fear for some of those kids that they're like, okay, I'm gonna make sure I don't stay, that I have to stay away from people? No, like
1: I honestly feel like the kids, at least in middle school, they're fearless right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm getting that sense, like they're fearless. They have no concept of like I can actually get this virus. Mm. They're still staying together as friends because that's what they normally do. Um, So no, I don't have, I don't get this sense of fear for them at all. They just still want to be friends. They still want to, you know, congregate and be together. So it's not a fear thing. It's just their normal.
0: At your school. So I know at my school, um, for the students, when they go like out for recess and stuff like that, they can only play with the people that are like in their classes and things like that. Is that happening at your school too?
1: Yeah. So they, we have two cohorts and what they try to do is separate the cohorts by like dividing the field in half. Okay. If you were in cohort A, you could only stay on one side of the field, and if you're in cohort B, you have to stay on the other side. Okay. Does it is it effective? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> cuz they still end up crossing lines cuz they want to talk to their friends from other classrooms. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how effective it's actually going.
0: Okay, and again, speaking to effectiveness, how many um or do you have an idea of how many um cases cases have come up in your school of like classes closing or people actually contracting the virus
1: yeah um our first case was in november so when we went back back in september we were actually doing pretty well so our first case was in november um and i believe one class closed then and another class we've been very consistent now with classes closing down before i left to leave for two weeks we already had two other classes shut down so the cases the numbers i would say we've at least had five students that have got it in my school okay from september to now yeah
0: all right so that means one of those five is the culprit that <laughs> gave it to you then <laughs> i
1: mean possibly
0: <laughs> so like you heard janice say like you said you're on you're so you're currently on like um you have to stay at home you're yeah. in your little quarantine situation right now <laughs> um can you just let for uh, again for our listeners for anyone who may not know anyone that's contracted the virus how is that how's that experience been for you like from you hearing that you got the test and then dealing yeah. with symptoms and all of that
1: uh, okay so my symptoms were actually very mild thank god yeah you
0: can hear um, it in your voice so happy
1: <laughs> i got <laughs> covid <laughs> whatever um i just got muscle aches for one day and then what else did i get a stuffy nose okay so that was pretty much it but yeah the process of when i found out I had to call my principal. She literally called me like five times that evening. And she goes through a whole, um, she asks you a bunch of questions. So she'll ask you, who have you been in contact with? Mm-hmm. Um, and what they consider close contact is anyone that's been in my room with me for 15 minutes and more. Okay. So I had to give her a list of all the Rotary teachers that come in my classroom because we have a 40 minute period. Mm-hmm. So of course, of course, they were with me for more than 15 minutes. Um, my students that are obviously with me every single day and any teachers that have been coming in and out. Um, then she also had to ask me what symptoms I had. So I told her. Mm. And then after she spoke to me, she has to go to all the people that I named and call them and tell them, you cannot return back to our school.
0: <laughs> Holy, okay. You need
1: to stay home for two weeks. And she tells us a date. So the date she gave us was um, next Thursday, April 8th. Okay. and you have to work from home. So I am working from home and any other teacher that was close with me are currently working from home.
0: How how many uh, teachers altogether?
1: Uh, let me try to count off the top of my head. At least six of us, Jeez. six to eight of us. Because I'm, I'm very, I'm always around. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> I, I didn't mention that before. So like, you're not a teacher, you're an educational assistant. So you're moving, yes. right? You're all around the building.
1: We're always moving, always on the go. So yes. I made at least six to eight teachers have to quarantine and isolate at home too.
0: So that six to eight teachers, that mean does that mean those classes are have to go home as well, or is it just the teachers?
1: So here's the interesting thing. One of the teachers, she is um, most of the teachers that I named were rotary. Okay. So they don't have a homeroom class. But one of the teachers I did name, she's homeroom. Um, and I messaged her the other day and she said that her class does not have to go home and isolate. They are still currently at school. Okay. What she does, um, she calls in, and there's a teacher either that's a guidance teacher or the contact teacher who comes in just to physically supervise the students mm-hmm. while she is doing Google Meets with them, like on the projector screen.
0: Oh snap! Okay, so she's like a—that's a new thing. Futuristic that's, that's new online thing. teacher. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So her class is still at school presently. Only she is at home isolating, that, but she's still teaching.
0: That is crazy. That I can't wrap my head around it. Like, this sounds cool, but it also sounds like it's from a movie or a video game or something like that, that that happens. That's crazy.
1: I know. We never thought that we'd get to this point where you have your teacher not physically in the room, mm-hmm. but they're still teaching you through a screen while you're in the classroom. Yeah. Like, that's definitely new. That's not how it went, like, in September, the first couple of months.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, if anyone had to isolate, everyone was gone. Okay. But now I guess because I was only in contact with that teacher
0: mm-hmm. and not
1: her whole entire class, the class is still there.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's um, great. Um, I should tell the people you're, you're doing good now. Yes. <laughs> I'm doing
1: great. <laughs> I am doing great. I had no issues. No, like I said, my symptoms were mild. So mm-hmm. um, they went away relatively quickly. But I still have to. So I was technically allowed to leave the house from like the 28th. Okay. But the board still said that they want me to stay myself and all the other teachers to stay home for two weeks. So it doesn't matter. Even if Peel um, Public Health says that I can leave the house, the board's still like, no, you're not coming back in the building until you do exactly 14 days.
0: That's, That's smart, I guess. So for the like, how did the testing process work? So like how many tests did you have to do? When did you have to do them in that time?
1: I only have. I only did one test. Me and my family went together. Mm-hmm. Um, that test burns. If anybody <laughs> has not gotten it, like it literally burns. I was starting to cry because it was like activating my tear ducts. <laughs> not horrible, but it definitely leaves a stinging in your nose.
0: Okay. Um.
1: So I have to take myself and everybody else that's quarantining has to take another test this coming Thursday, okay. April first. So you get a letter from the board and from Peel Public Health letting you know what the next steps are since you're isolating at home. So the first thing they said was that you stay home for 14 days. Then you also have to take another test by a certain date that they give you. Mm -hmm. So ours is April 1st. And then once you receive that negative result, I guess we send it into our principal and then we could return back to work on the
0: ninth. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a long time though. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's a long
1: time. They are not playing games. They're like, No, you're not coming back (laughs) until no matter if Peel Public Health allows you to leave the house on the 28th, you are not coming back in this building until 14 days from the date that they released me.
0: Okay. Well, I guess that's it's smart at the end of the day, right? Because then just in case you might feel fine, but then still have some sort of symptoms, they don't want you passing it to the kids.
1: And they say like it takes 14 days for... You to, I guess, experience any symptoms. Um, so for the other staff that I've been around, they want to make sure that they do the whole 14 days just to make sure they don't start to get any symptoms or anything like that. So it is safe,
0: okay? That's, I guess, that's um good to know for parents. So, hey, parents, you looks like the whatever board your school your uh, kids are a part of, hopefully, they're taking the same um safety precautions. So even if for somebody sure. does contract the virus and come and has a negative test, they're still saying no, you can't no. come in the building. Stay where you are. As yes. Doug Ford would say, Tanaya. <laughs> <laughs> um hilarious. But that's uh good to know. Um I don't have any other questions for you. that I just okay. want to I wanted to just um again for the listeners just to get a first hand experience because yes I'm here. Um and Alyssa might be here, and we're talking about uh, what's going on um, in in our lives personally. But we're not actually in the school as teachers right. to see how it's actually going. We can only imagine. Like we, uh, myself and Alyssa, have always said, like it, we don't think it's a smart idea to have the kids in the building. But at the same time, yeah. we understand that like there's kids that they need to be in the building. That online school is not mm-hmm. for everybody. So mm-hmm. as long as they're trying to do something to make it work, which it sounds it sounds like they're trying, safety, You're trying safety is is is. I can run down the everywhere. procedures
1: if you <laughs> want me to. I can run down like how the day begins. Okay, so actually, I-
0: go through that. Let me know. How does your day like? What do you? What are your safety procedures at school now?
1: Okay, so of course we all know that you have to wear your mask for sure, but recently they also mandated teachers to also wear their face shield at all mm-hmm. times as well. That wasn't a mandated thing before when we started school in September, mm-hmm. but now it is for all teachers and support staff. Um, and then the students, they do not come inside the building until your teacher meets you at the at their designated door with hand sanitizer so they make sure that each and every single one of them are sanitized before they step in the building. And then after that, all the TAs, TAs, don't have to wear gowns. I know some TAs for some other schools, they do.
0: Mm. Okay. But
1: only if you work with a student who is like spitting, they have that behavioral issue where they spit a lot. Okay. And TAs are mandated to wear gowns, face shield, and a mask. Okay. I don't have any students that do that, so I don't have to. Um, Recess, like I told you, it's by cohort. You have to stay on one side. Another cohort stays on the other side. I don't know how much that's working. (laughs) (laughs) We try our best. Um, but yeah, and then like I said, we try our best to remind the kids to social distance and to always sanitize and wash their hands before they eat. And then after they eat as much as possible. So frequently trying to sanitize, but that's pretty much, it's not, okay. it's not too much. And the students can't go in the, the washroom more than two at a time. I think in my school, it might depend on the size of the school, but mm-hmm. my school no more than like two. And then for the staff room, only one at a, t- only one at a time. Okay. And then teachers are not allowed to eat in the classroom. They are only allowed to eat by themselves in an empty room.
0: Okay. Go Is ahead. it um I saw something <laughs> that made me laugh like that was on Instagram where they're like, Hey, um they were mandating teachers to eat outside and I was like, Me <laughs> in this cold? You could never ask this andre That's to hilarious. go sit outside <laughs> while it's not even five degrees am I gonna be outside. What's wrong with these guys? So did they did you hear anything like that of them telling you like teachers have to yeah. eat outside? Oh wow. But, well no. not like listen <laughs> to Not I. Not happening <laughs> to
1: it wasn't a mandatory thing. It was definitely a suggestion that was given from our principal. And I guess the suggestion was coming from the board level. Okay. That like, if you don't find an empty room or you don't feel comfortable, you can definitely go outside and eat in your car. But just like you, all the teachers are like, who's doing that? <laughs> who's going in their car when it's minus whatever outside? Yeah. Yeah, you can turn it on, but then you're wasting my gas. You're exactly.
0: wasting
1: energy. Like, no.
0: So that's we try crazy. our best
1: to just find an empty room
0: mm-hmm.
1: and stay by ourselves.
0: So are you, um, because like you all, all of the teachers are pretty much confined to themselves all of the time unless they're yeah. teaching. So you're saying the only break really comes like after school when kids leave, that's when you see kind of teachers yeah. relax a lot more. Okay.
1: For sure. I, I have one TA where she works with the ASD kids and literally we only get to talk when we see each other after school Okay. And have that conversation because we were really close. But that's the only time because they tell us not to really like go into other classrooms that you're not teaching in or mm-hmm. you're not supporting in. Just try to stay only in your normal routine. So if that's only going in your classroom. And then you go in one other classroom to teach a class. Try to only stay in those specific areas.
0: That's crazy. That would be hard for me because I know um, because I haven't been in the building to experience any of these new covid precautions and laws i don't know how it would be for me because i'm so used to like popping into people's rooms randomly or having random kids come to my classroom and say hi or stuff like that so to not have that happen it's gonna be kind of weird
1: honestly andre it's like i'm not even gonna act like we're perfect and that Mm. we're for sure staying in our routine like it's hard like you said when you want to go to a certain teacher that you're close with and you want to pop in, say hello, it's difficult. So we're going to have our days where we're like, I'm just going to go in really quickly. <laughs> I just have a question to ask this person. So it's mm. not it's not easy. It's not easy.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thank you for your time. I know I took time out of your busy little online teaching <laughs> schedule. So no thank problem. you. Thank you for that. I'm hoping, again, that... Um, our listeners were able to just to gain something just to have that firsthand experience, because we mm-hmm. have all this speculation, you have the news saying all kind of things happening at school, but and you might even have kids at home, they're like, hey, mom, school is so much fun. Or hey, dad, school sucks. I don't want to be here. But um, having that firsthand experience is important and important for us to give out to the people. So thank you. Thank no you. Problem. I'm We're glad so you're glad feeling to. better. I'm glad Thank you're feeling
1: you. better. I'm glad too. Thank you so much.
0: And hopefully we'll get to see each other with our face mask on soon. <laughs> Social
1: distancing. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank
0: you. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. All right. So I'm hoping you all enjoyed that. I was trying to um, give out some actual facts and some information. So much time for getting... Um, messages from like you know obviously number one being the media and if we talk to any of friends and family but to actually hear from somebody who's in the school building seeing how things are going who actually from being in the school building actually contracted the virus so yes as much as you heard um my good friend Janice say like you know we're being as safe as we possibly can like it it's a virus at the end of the day um so you still can um be in a situation where you contract the virus even if you're trying to be as safe as possible even if you're being as unsafe as possible and again you know we're in the we're all human so yes you're gonna hear make sure you have on your mask at all times but there like Janice said there's gonna be times where, where and I'm sure um are you guys at home or you all at home do the same thing where you're just like you know what nah, today no mask. No mask. I catch whatever I want to catch t- today type type of uh, feeling just because you're tired of wearing it or, you know, you can't find that mask that coordinates with your outfit. I know Alyssa likes to do that stuff a lot. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping you... We're able, again, to learn something new from this. Again, thank you all for coming. Thank you all for listening to another episode of our podcast. We thank you for your support. for our. Um, if this is your first time listening to us, um, you can keep scrolling down and uh, listen to some of our older episodes. You can actually hear myself and Alyssa doing our wonderful back and forth that everyone has grown so accustomed to. Um, again, thank you. You can find us on Instagram at teachers like us. If you want to keep up to date with when we're dropping new episodes, you can pretty much find our episodes anywhere podcasts are available. Don't forget to like comment, subscribe under our podcast, all of that fun stuff that they tell you to do on YouTube. You can do for us too. Um, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Peace.